0: Is an illusion and so a separation. If you can't save yourself, how you gonna save a nation? I resist change, but then get sick of the same. They thinking I'm playing, but my head's in the game. Sometimes you gotta drop something just to pick up on things. Clarity is what objectivity
1: brings. It's your girl, Smangy, and welcome to the 55th episode of Avocado and Honey. This episode of Avocado and Honey is brought to you by MariahKelly.com. Mariah Kelly creates wearable art and temple adornments for sacred women who dress consciously and are mindful of the colors they choose because the colors we wear ultimately keeps us balanced. So shop MariahKelly.com to get your crystals, jewelry, pineal jewels, energy readings, and so much more. Your girl recently got a customized um, ring via MariahKelly.com. So shout out to her for creating a ring to help me with my healing. So it was red for the root chakra. So shop MariahKelly.com, And also welcome back to Avocado and Honey, y'all. I've been gone for a while, but I am very excited to be back. I hope you all had a great holiday and have a great start, great and productive start to 2019. Um, today, you know, it's like the start of Aquarius season. So let's just start there. Um, I do want to talk about astrology. And over the break, I met a dope guy, Mr. Sean Elliott. So that's who I have here. How you
0: doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> Thanks for being here. Appreciate um, it. So, yeah, we had um, we had a couple of like talks about astrology and stuff. So that's why I thought it was appropriate to Mm kind of have you here to go over like the basics of astrology, because I'm still learning Mm -hmm. um, and you seem to know a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's there's still there's still a lot more I can learn, but I know I know I I know some stuff. Yeah, you do.
1: (laughs) So I guess let's start with um, talking about astrology. Like what sparked your interest in it?
0: It's funny because I used to be um, I used to be one of those skeptics. Like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, the horoscopes, they're not accurate. Right. This, that, and the third, whatever. But then um I had a friend. She was really, really into it. You know, I was like, let me, let me give it a chance. Let me check this out. Mm-hmm. And then I started learning that, you know, the reason why a lot of our horoscopes um seem inaccurate is because you're not supposed to go based off your sun sign. Your horoscope is actually based off your rising. Mm-hmm. And I was like, rising? Like, what else is there? And then it just became this whole like deep study and it just took up a lot of my time for a while i bet yeah. What's,
1: what was like the that learning process for you like how what was it like how did you gain all this information
0: a lot of the information definitely came from like youtube mm-hmm. you know googling websites like just to name a few um for people who are just starting out to learn it like cafe astrology is really right. good Grupo venus is another one that's really good and there's just so many people online who break it down so simply yeah that's just how i got my information and then like as i started to learn like the language a lot of things i was just intuitively able to just put together mm-hmm. like in my studies right yeah so
1: what is astrology then
0: astrology is it's basically um the study of the stars but how the astrological energies um affect us in our day-to-day mm-hmm. when we're born at a at a specific time, um, depend depending on like the like um where the stars are aligned and the constellations that are facing wherever your location is at at the time of your birth, it's kind of like that light is kind of like a it's like the filter you you come through when you're born and mm-hmm. though and that's in essence like your soul and that is a composite of your energies and it's just basically how you are being really.
1: OK, so is horoscope the same thing as astrology. Like, what's the difference between the two?
0: So horoscope is just one aspect mm-hmm. of um, astrology that's just um, telling you based off the transits and transits are basically like the positioning of the stars mm-hmm. and relativity to the planet, um, how it affect your day to day. Um, Like I said earlier um, I always thought it was based off the sun But it's actually based off your rising Mm. And that's pretty much where the sun was rising During your birth
1: Okay And then you um, mentioned before Like you know how It's like based off the birth time and everything So Mm -hmm. it's like When it comes to learning Like once you go to the astrology cafe And all those sites Like how is it How important is it With knowing your like To know your birth time
0: Okay so the birth time is Super important because if you don't know your accurate birth time, mm-hmm. you won't have your houses and the houses, those the houses, though, um there's 12 houses and the 12 houses deal with um the aspects of life, whether it be romance, partnership, um how you handle money, your personality. So you need to know your time, your, your accurate time to get that. And also, if you don't know your accurate time, it might mess up some of your planetary alignments as well. Like okay. your moon sign might not be what you think it is if you don't have the accurate time, just I for see. an example.
1: I see. So it's like, how accurate can it be then without the time? Like, so for someone who don't like happen to not have their birth time, like mm-hmm. would they still be able to use the information? Like how accurate would it be without the birth time?
0: Um, It would still be somewhat accurate. It'll be slightly off. So it might resonate because it's also it, the reason why it might resonate because it's also degrees, Mm -hmm. and degrees are really important like um say if i didn't know my birth time and my moon was in gemini it's like i might be able to relate to it because if i put the right time and it says i'm actually cancer if the degree is below 10 then it's actually drawing from the sign the sign um before it okay yeah
1: and i feel like since we are talking about like sun and rising and stuff, it's, yeah. we probably should explain what that is. I actually just recently learned <laughs> <laughs> um, what a sun sign was. Shout out to Mariah Kelly. She actually the one who told me. Um, so, Shout to Mariah Kelly. Yes. So what's the difference between the sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign? Okay.
0: I actually like this question. I love answering it. <laughs> so your sun sign is your actions, um, how you go forth in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is usually your actual sign, right? So, like, whatever, mm-hmm. like they say, what's your sign? They're talking about your son. right? I just learned that. That's what I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. That. <laughs> so my son signs Aquarius, y'all. <laughs>
0: Aquarius is a really dope, by the way. Yes, this is facts. <laughs> so yeah, um, quick recap: the sun is just basically your actions and how you project yourself into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the moon sign. Um, a lot of astrologers believe it to be who you actually are because the moon is emotions it's internal like who you are on the inside mm-hmm. and that's your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts those usually um uh, those feelings usually drive your actions so say if someone is a taurus taurus are known to be you know laid back mm-hmm. maybe lazy but if their moon <laughs> sign is in let's say aries i see it's like they might not be so complacent because they're driven by their passionate emotions so they'll they'll be more quicker than than say a taurus whose moon is in like another earth sign or something
1: right so like with the sun sign like our birth date determines that Mm -hmm. so what determines the moon sign
0: so what determines the moon sign it's the time oh okay that's why it's so important like before i was saying you might your moon sign might not match up correctly if you don't have the exact time
1: yeah that's true because i think when i first met you i think i told you like my moon's in pisces mm-hmm. because i did see that somewhere and i think maybe <laughs> i didn't have my time my yeah. birth time on there because i had to get a new birth certificate and i didn't remember but when i finally got it shout out to group venus um because i put in my time and everything and apparently my moon is in sag
0: that's an interesting position
1: mm-hmm. what does I, that mean
0: because um sagittarius just to like just to like isolate the sign for a second sagittarius are like the philosopher's they're very optimistic, very progressive. They don't like the mundane. They have a passion for freedom, and if that's your mindset, that then sense. you usually like have like like a rebellious spirit. Not necessarily like reckless, but like you just I could be reckless sometimes.
1: <laughs>
0: you just you just have this drive for progression, like okay. very like unconventional way of being, you know.
1: Okay. And then what was the rising sign again? I know you said it earlier, but can you explain it again?
0: Okay. So the rising sign is your personality. Okay. So just um, just to tie it all together, um, the sun is your actions. The moon is your emotions and your thoughts that drive your actions. And your rising sign is how you look when you're doing the emotion driven actions. OK.
1: All right. So um, which planets are used? Because I know we you were talking about like your Mercury's and this and Venus and that. So like mm-hmm. which planets are used and like how does that work? So what's that all about?
0: All the planets are actually used. Even Pluto? Even Pluto. Okay. Pluto is an interesting one because it's a generational planet and Pluto deals with um, transformation. Mm -hmm. So if you were born, for example, if you were born between 1985, I believe, up until like 1996, Mm 7, you're from the Scorpio generation. And people who are within that generation tend to have had... like a rough upbringing or like a sense of loss and pain but they also have an uh an ability to transmute pain into something beautiful or something that can be conducive to either their immediate surroundings or society at large if they you know are diligent and they apply it and make the right moves to make it so
1: okay do you feel like going in and seeing like and explaining at least a few aspects of like some other planets maybe yeah, of course. Like the popular ones, like Venus and Mercury, and Mars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mars, Mercury. Hey, shout out to our RTV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Um. So let's let's start with uh let's start with Mars. Mars okay. is um the planet. It's the it's the warrior planet. It's how one takes action.
1: Mm-hmm. So my Mars is in Gemini.
0: Your Mars is in Gemini. Mm-hmm. So all right. So gemini it's um it's an air sign it's um the first air sign it could be a little bit scattered um you know it's kind of like a kid just getting used to things so it's like the it's like the kid of the air signs Mm -hmm. so it's all over the place it wants to learn about everything a little bit about everything when you have that in your mars i wouldn't say it's a, a detriment but it's it's a it's a challenging placement because your your actions could be unfocused at times right it could be hard to like focus cause you'll have so many passions you'll go in so many directions. Mm-hmm. So you have to ground yourself with that placement as far as like, you know, when, when it comes to taking action,
1: that's why I'm working on that root chakra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mariah Kelly. Yeah. Shout out. Um, <laughs> so right, go, let's go to another planet.
0: Okay. Um, Mercury, Mercury, right. Mercury. Um, Mercury is the planet of information. It's how one articulates themselves and how one um also um learns um information uh, i guess we could use gemini again for this one
1: i mean my mercury is in aquarius <laughs> aquarius <laughs> yeah aquarius
0: well be it being that aquarius is um an air sign and it's fixed i would say um and it's a very intellectual planet i'm mean, a um sign so what do you
1: mean by like a fixed sign
0: fixed sign it means um for example Like, you might have an opinion on something or a way of being, and you're not so easily swayed out of that. okay. Yeah. So having an air sign in Mercury is a really good thing because Mercury deals with information and air signs are intellectual. They deal with information. So having that and fixed, you would be able to go deep into a topic. Like, anything that interests you, you would be able to get down to the very, like, root of it. Like, learn it. In its entirety, mm. because it's a fixed sign and it can learn very fast. Being that it's an air sign, which deals with information.
1: Cool. All right, let's go to another another one. <laughs> we could do like two more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said Venus. Yeah, we do Venus. All right, so Venus deals with um how one loves, shows love, and it also deals with one's intentions.
1: Really? Yeah. My Venus is in Pisces. Pisces. <laughs> 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 Oh, go ahead and drag me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not.
0: To be honest, I've never studied that placement. No. Venus to be in that placement. So but which
1: ones do you know for Venus?
0: The ones that I know for Venus is... I know Leo. Okay. Leo... Is that
1: what your Venus is in?
0: Oh, no. My Leo is in... I'm, I'm sorry, my Leo. <laughs> my... To, um. I was about to say that. My <laughs> Venus... My Venus is in Taurus. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe this is wrong. No, <laughs> nah, nah, it's
0: fine. It's fine. But yeah, um... F- let's just say leo leo when they're in love it's very grandiose it's very extreme it's very all or nothing and they could tend to be a bit jealous when they don't get the reciprocation or they get they misinterpret their partner to be flirting with someone else Mm -hmm. but it's kind of weird because they can get jealous or or whatever the case may be but if it's the other way around they don't they don't really get it so it's kind of it's it's, it's weird, but it's very passionate because it is a fire sign and it's very steady because Leo is also a fixed sign. I see. So it's like a steady, passionate, like grandiose type of love.
1: Okay. I know I said one more, but let's um, let's do like one, one more. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at my group of Venus right now. And um, I'll just go ahead and finish saying the ones and you can talk about whichever one that I guess is more captivating to you. Mm-hmm. So my Jupiter is in Leo. My Saturn's in Aquarius. My Uranus is in Capricorn. Neptune, Capricorn, Pluto, Scorpio, True Node. Ooh, we should probably talk about True Node, too, at one point, because I think you, you're the one who actually um, informed me of that.
0: Yeah. What's your North Node?
1: My Is that the True Node? Let me see. I think that's Capricorn. It's in Capricorn. I yeah. think it is in Capricorn, my North it Node. It is in Capricorn. It's because I'm such a hard worker, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So about North, North Nodes are actually the paths that, this is the path that one should uh, one should take in order for their soul's evolution in this incarnation, whatever your north node is, um, your south node or past life is the opposite sign of your north. I see. So since your north node is in Capricorn, who you were in a past life, your north node was in uh Cancer. Mm. So you were very motherly. You always looked out for the family.
1: That sounds right. <laughs> Okay, Um, and for you, um, for everyone that's listening, I'm reading all of this off of my natal chart that I got off Group of Venus. You want to explain what the natal chart is?
0: Yeah, definitely. The natal chart is basically a composition of all your astrological energies, and it it explains who you are in great detail, be it like how your mind works, how you take action, uh, how you come off to people, uh, how you can... um, manifest things in certain situations how you deal in certain situations whether it be business relationships your immediate surroundings how you maintain a household i believe in the seventh house the seventh house is the house of partnership Mm. so or or marriage i believe and it could tell you like who you'd be most likely to end up with and it just it's just literally like it's kind of like it's kind of like how your life would be if if you just like (laughs) It's kind of like how your life is, like, bound to be. I see. Just, like, you know, just you expressing the energies that, that you have.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you can go to Grupo Venus or even the Cafe Astrology and put in all the information, like, your birthday location, time. And if you don't know the time, you can definitely not put that in and still get like some sort of information. Mm -hmm. Um, So just so y'all know that that's where I got my information from because of course I didn't just know it. But I feel like we should kind of go in and well, you probably (laughs) and talk (laughs) about maybe each sign Mm
0: -hmm. and just like
1: its characteristics and things like that. And also, too, I kind of want you to explain like basically just all the all the things like how are the signs different when it comes to horoscope, like the fire and air signs like you mentioned and things mm-hmm. like that. Like if you can break those down and what does it mean to be a fire and air sign and all that jazz? So you about to have the floor for a minute, probably.
0: <laughs> all right. So we can start with the first sign. The first sign is Aries. Um, I thought
1: the first sign was always Capricorn. No. Probably. Cause, oh, because so that in means January. Like, like, yeah. So that spring. means like the so the first of the year really is in the spring. Yeah. We, oh.
0: Yeah. It's like. Because spring is like the beginning,
1: right? No, it,
0: it's cool. So, okay,
1: Aries. Okay, let's go. So Aries. <laughs> so
0: Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's fire. Um, they're very like active. They're just all about just going. They they the, they're basically like the trailblazers. Mm-hmm. I believe they're a cardinal sign, and cardinal. For those who don't know, cardinal are the initiators. So mm-hmm. a lot of Aries, they'll they'll start a lot of things. They won't wait around if they catch something and an idea they're just gonna go mm-hmm. and they're just gonna see it through and um I guess with it, yeah they're like they're awesome Hey, alright uh, yeah <laughs> <Just> um, <laughs> alright
1: <laughs> shout um, out to Blueface <laughs> 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 on, oh, on the dead low right I don't know what's been going on but we've just been buffing Blueface like this has been a Blueface fucking week like
0: I think it's gonna be a Blueface year
1: I don't know about that I don't know about a whole year yeah,
0: I, I think he's got a year
1: in him think so well i mean I. Right. <laughs> okay let's go to the next oh, sign. <laughs> gotcha
0: so the second sign in the zodiac is taurus taurus mm-hmm. is an earth sign it's a fixed sign um quick note um it's also a feminine sign so earth and water those are feminine signs What's, fire um, and air are masculine
1: so what determines the sign to be like air water or fire like it's just like the time it is like, I don't know, I, That's one thing I've, that always kind of confused me. Like how do what determines that? Like what is Aquarius?
0: Aquarius? Uh-huh. Aquarius is an air sign. So
1: what makes it an air sign?
0: What makes it an air sign?
1: Or is it, that's just what it is. It,
0: that's just what it is. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered like, huh? All right. So let's go mm-hmm. back to Taurus. <laughs> and wait, really quick yeah, before go you ahead. go. On. So does these like apply to both men and women? hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Taurus is the second sign of the zodiac. It's a fixed sign, meaning it's um it's very uh stable. It's very grounded. It can be stubborn mm-hmm. in some cases. Um, it is an earth sign. Third sign is Gemini. Gemini is a mutable sign. Immutable is means it's subject to change. That's why Geminis could come off as scattered, or ha- they seem to have. See, they they could be like a jack of all trades. They just know a little bit about everything Mm -hmm. but not really too deep about one subject um the sign after that is cancer yes
1: you know how i remember the signs i have to go hold you how do capricorn aquarius pisces aries fucking beyonce (laughs) gemini cancer oh Uh, shout out to beyonce virgo libra scorpio sagittarius (laughs) i love all y'all so every time I need to know the order, I sing that song in my head. and That's another reason why I thought Capricorn was first. Though, <laughs> <laughs> so Let's go to um, Cancer, I think it was.
0: Yeah, so um, Cancer <laughs> Cancer is actually, um, it's also a cardinal sign. It's an initiator. It's a water sign. It's feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also considered mm-hmm. the mother of the Zodiac because it, it carries a maternal energy. Mm. Um, an interesting thing about this sign and also Leo, which is the next sign, is that each planet um, rules two signs For example Venus rules Both Taurus And Libra But Cancer Just rules the moon Alone mm. And people usually Have that placement They can usually be Very intuitive Maybe psychic You know like how Moms just know mm-hmm. That's that's that intuitive Energy that, that Carries Um, That comes with That placement Okay Whether sun or moon if, if it's in Or if it's like A heavy influence In the chart They'll carry those energies Hmm leo which is considered like the father of the zodiac it's ruled by the sun Mm -hmm. and the sun alone it's a fire sign it's fixed it's and people people who are leo they're usually very um dramatic (laughs) they have um a lot of energy to them they're they could be um they have like a a magnetism to them um they could be stubborn like tauruses Mm -hmm. it might be hard to get a word in with them but They're they're really they're really kind-hearted people. They love doing for others. Mm -hmm. They love giving. They love you know just being helpful. Next. Next. How's that Beyonce song go?
1: Capricorn, (laughs) Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Leo, Virgo.
0: Virgos. Virgo. (laughs) Virgos are um another earth sign. They are,
1: I believe. Virgos are like.
0: I believe they're cardinal.
1: Oh. I don't know about that, but like from the Virgos that I feel like that yeah. are in my life they're they study a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
0: they're they're very um methodical yeah, very very technical very um very um cerebral mm-hmm. they're very cerebral
1: okay
0: um hyper intelligent really smart people
1: Libra there you go <laughs>
0: <laughs> Libra Libra is um Libra is an air sign mm-hmm. it's ruled by Venus it's also a cardinal sign. Um. There now. uh, These people. They um.
1: What do you mean, these people? I'm just joking. (laughs) 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 Let's keep that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Libras, Libras. Um. They um. They have an ability to see both sides of an argument. They're very just with their judgment and how they deal with things. Mm -hmm. That's why Libra is um symbolized by the scale. Okay. Hmm.
1: And with um, like the air signs and cardinal signs, like does it mean like automatically two air signs will get along, two cardinal signs will get along? How does that work? So
0: um, for the most part, like two signs, whether they are of the same element or the same sign altogether, they'll they'll be um, a certain level of understanding. Mm-hmm. They could very well get along, but that's only if you're going based off the sun sign alone. Right. You still have to take into account in a person's entire yeah natal chart that's another thing like synastry is when you compare two charts to see how the two energies interact to see if it's conducive or not healthy
1: Mm. And um, just really quick, I'm just giving you all all the juice. Grupo Venus is really good with that. You look <laughs> young and it definitely gives you great details. So if you do want to look up and see if you, you know compatible with people, just go ahead and go to Grupo Venus. So let's go to the next time. You might become a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> In like, I ordered so many reports, yo. I still have like eight more. What's after Virgo?
0: You said Libra.
1: Oh, Scorpio. Scorpio. Think I have Zania's over here, y'all. Like. If y'all hear them, just go say hi. <laughs> but thank you. Scorpios next.
0: So Scorpios, they are a water sign. They are fixed. And Scorpios are very interesting people. They are very to themselves. They're very, um, not only introspective, they're very analytical. They um they tend to hide a lot of things. They but it's not because they're they have ill will. Mm-hmm. It's because they just feel very deeply. And they're very selective with who they open themselves up to. Hmm. And sometimes they could be very blunt.
1: And sometimes like, I know this is definitely me probably projecting, but Mm -hmm. Scorpios are usually like um, emotional. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very much. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think the best example of that would be Drake.
1: Oh, oh, oh yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Okay, let's go to the Sag.
0: Sag. We touched on them before. Yeah, so basically like, before, like, oh, yeah. they're very philosophical, mm-hmm. they're very optimistic, they're very um, progressive. They they just want maximum freedom. Like, can't really tie them down. Mm-hmm. They're, and there they're are a fire sign. They're a fire sign. They are mutable. Mm-hmm. Meaning they're subject to change. So you could see them bouncing all around. Right. Getting into, like, a lot of projects. hmm Like, just speaking to whomever. hmm Yeah. So, so that's pretty much.
1: It's Capricorn. Capricorn. those are uh, the capricorns I know almost all of them are really hard workers,
0: yeah they they're definitely considered workaholics. Mm-hmm. I got a friend of mine, he's an artist as well, um he's a Capricorn, and I just admire his like his blue collar work ethic mm-hmm. like he's just like i'll be mad, I'll be chilling and then he's like, up, like oh, I gotta <laughs> get this right, I'm like, oh, i better get it right too right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- that's an earth sign, and that's a beautiful sign, mm-hmm. so yeah, basically, um, mutable, like before, those are subject to change. They could work on multiple projects, but because they're hardworking, they could do, they're pretty good at multitasking. Mm-hmm. And like they're diligent because of the earth, earth signs, earth necessary. The earth energy is stability in a sense. So they're very steady in their projects.
1: Okay. So next <laughs> Is Aquarius Aquarius And it's uh It's Aquarius season Once this episode is out We're a week ahead So we're mm-hmm. still in Capricorn time But once y'all hear this It will be Aquarius time So let's go ahead And talk about us Aquarius
0: And you can Aquarians. chime in If you want to
1: Yeah so we're um, I'm just kidding <laughs>
0: So Aquarius Aquarius is our air signs They are um, fixed And they are I would I would say I would say The most spiritual sign Of the zodiac A lot of people think it's Pisces, which, you know, they're not wrong for thinking that. But I definitely feel like Aquarius is definitely a very spiritual sign. They're very progressive. They're very unconventional. Mm -hmm. They definitely put a new spin on the mundane. And they're usually inventors, you know, tinkerers. These people are the thinkers. These people... Not every sign contributes, but these signs I feel like are you actively see it, mm-hmm. and they could be a bit quirky, but it's you know, all right. it's all right That's <laughs> just because they
1: just they're just not
0: what being normal.
1: They, right. I feel like, but what's normal anyway? You know,
0: normal is relative, and I think Aquarius knows that.
1: I think so too. Last, but probably least, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Certainly not least, <laughs> um, Pisces.
0: Yeah, so Pisces. Pisces is a water sign. It is mutable it is the last sign of the zodiac um these signs this is that this sign is actually very interesting they're very talkative they're very imaginative very dreamlike they have this they're very spiritual as well just like aquarius Mm -hmm. they just seem to they carry a certain wisdom with them as well um, Being that they're the last sign, they would, some people would consider them being like the most mature sign, mm-hmm. even though they come off as like childish. It's just that they, they just have like an understanding that things will work out. Like right. It's like they their spirits are pretty old. They just know like uh, everything's all good and they just they can be emotional, too. They just kind of like just go with the flow of things.
1: So like what does it mean to be like on the cusp?
0: OK, so on the cusp, that's that's an interesting question. Water break. Hold on. <laughs> so to be on the cusp means that your birthday and the time you could you you could take the time to account as well your birthday or the time of your birthday as well um is in between two signs so for example if someone was born on july 23rd they're on the cusp of cancer and leo because cancer the sign ends on the 22nd leo starts on the 23rd but since it's the very first day the degree of the degree of the Leo sign will be closer to zero, which means it's drawing the energy from the cancer energy, the sign that can, comes before it. So it creates uh, a steamy kind of personality. Mm. So you have someone who's an initiator because of the cancer energy um, because the cancer is cardinal and then uh, Leo is fixed. So this is someone who um, who can start something and see it through, but it's also a challenging. Or almost kind of contradict contra- contradictory because be it that uh it's water and fire, so it kind of like dampers on each other's parade. So mm-hmm. to, you gotta ha- have you have you kind of have to find like a balance in your personality.
1: So usually, like if people are born on a cusp, it's like like a battle between whatever the signs that they're on the cusp of.
0: Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why some people say, "Oh, the horoscope isn't this because this that and the third, I it, see. they could be on the cusp or they might resonate with a sign." um, before their sign or sometimes their exact sign.
1: Okay. And so I kind of want to talk about like compatibility, not, um, you know, not necessarily just with dating, but just Mm -hmm. like with friendships and everything. Yeah. So how does that work? Like, how do you know which signs are compatible type thing? I mean, of course you could just look it up, but like, let's talk Mm -hmm. about that.
0: Yeah. So, um, usually like, um, at the simplest level, signs that go well together are earth and water and fire and air.
1: So are some examples of, like, earth and water and fire and air?
0: So um, Taurus and Scorpio, they're also opposites. Mm -hmm. And uh, earth and water is complementary elements. They're both fixed. Coming from, you know, both, both of them being complementary, both of them being fixed, it could create, like, a stable relationship, whether it be romantic, whether it be business, whether it be platonic friendship. It's just, like, a good meeting of... I guess like a good meeting of the minds is is a good level of understanding. Mm -hmm. Fire signs and air signs, they do pretty well together too. I believe Aquarius and Leos are opposites.
1: I've never heard that one before. Never. With with um, Aquarius and Leos, no. No. I feel like they say that's the worst.
0: It could be because... Or maybe I've never just seen it on at all. Because both signs are fixed as well. Mm -hmm. So it could be like... And then both of these are masculine and science. So they're probably fighting for dominance.
1: I mm, don't but, sound like my kind of party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but On an elemental level, you could see it as like fanning the flames and like watering the earth.
1: Okay. And then also, too, one of the things this is kind of just, I guess, your opinion, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like one of the things that I, I kind of realized with learning astrology and horoscopes and all of this is that, like, you know, all the things and characteristics you describe that one sign may have people kind of take it to heart like you know
0: yeah oh
1: i can't finish this project because i'm an aquarius <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh
1: i can't tell you i'm sorry because i'm this you know what i'm saying so it's just like mm-hmm. i guess what's the best way for someone who's learning about this to kind of take this information and not use it as like an excuse for poor behavior <laughs> right.
0: i would say an excuse is like if you know you if you if you know better you do better like right it's like you always know it but if there's something like written out in front of you and it's like oh that's definitely me then you could work around it like me my mercury is in gemini mm-hmm. and um it's it's home it's home in um uh, gemini is home in mercury so it's exalted so i could learn things really fast i can um learn a lot of things really fast but my brain is scattered and i know that about myself my focus is not as good as it could be so i do i do i i st- because of knowing that um about myself through do le- studying astrology i do things in increments mm-hmm. i don't try to like you know um what do they say like uh, like 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 just crash or like binge i just take it in increments cuz I know how my mind is. I can get bored easily. Right.
1: So. So you got to use it and apply it to your life rather than use mm-hmm. it as an excuse.
0: Right. And yeah. then free will, you got to take that into account too. It's like, it's like, if that's, that's your disposition, but you can always go out of, get out of character. Right. That's right. not, that's, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, in the beginning, like, the way, way, way beginning of the podcast, <laughs> you were saying how you were kind of, like, a, a skeptic um, with when it came to learning about astrology. So, how did that change for you? Like, like how do you, like, what would you say to a skeptic now for, like, someone that's listening and that's just, like, ah, whatever he's saying, that's nothing. Like, what would you have, I don't know. Like, what would you say to them, to, I guess? I
0: would, I would say, like, you know, just give it a, just give it a try. It's, like, I'm not telling you to change your mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you once you check it out that that you should just believe it right but just just um just having just have a um open mind to learning something new mm-hmm. and like you don't have to subscribe to it like you believe it you could if someone if some of your friends are talking about it you could have something to contribute right um but i will say that like you you'd probably be surprised by the accuracy right of actually like not going based off horoscopes, but actually like getting your whole chart done mm-hmm. and the natal chart Exactly. And okay. there's this websites that we've been talking about that do it for free.
1: Right, right. And then also too when it comes to like what you were saying with the planets and stuff and the generations, like you can see how like that generation turned out based right. off the sign and stuff and like Yeah. Just, like
0: this generation of Sagittarius. That's why you got that's why you got all these kids that are just like super like Like you got kids that are like 14 with their own businesses (laughs) and like it's even in the music industry, you got all these teenagers blowing up that are just so business minded, but then creative at the same time, they just want to do their own thing. And like, I feel like each generation teaches us something.
1: Right. Well, we can definitely go on forever. (laughs) But um, I kind of want to talk about like what you do as a creative, because um, if you guys are you ladies, or if y'all <laughs> like yeah. that Jiggy song in the beginning of the episode, that was actually Sean Elliott's song. Um, so does astrology or anything influence your music in any way?
0: <laughs> it does, because um, through learning astrology, I learned how my mind creates.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's like having that information, it um, it just lets me play on my strengths. Like, I know that Taurus, Taurus rules the throat. hmm So, I learned... So, like, in Taurus, they're all about, like... And also, my Venus is in Taurus. So, it's all about beauty and, like, melodies and anything that looks or sounds appealing. It's, like, my brain... Because of those astrological energies, like, my mind is already wired to know what sounds good. Mm -hmm. So, like, now that I'm aware of it, I trust my... I trust what I I put out more. Right. Or I know when I'm hearing something good and I know I could like, carry it to... Not the best thing in the world, but I know because... Being a Taurus, rules of throw. I know that if I apply it, I could do really good at it. All right. And um, even down to my lyrics, like like how they're written there, you know, people say it's like intellectual. I know that's because of my Mercury being in Gemini, mm-hmm. that I'm able to take in a lot of things. And then with Taurus being the sun sign and Venus being in Taurus, I could put it in a way, information, I could put out inf- into intelligent information out in a way that sounds good. Mm-hmm. So I just keep that in mind and that's the the formula i kind of use
1: okay and um i mean you definitely are making some lovely ballads oh thank you, thank <laughs> um, you. that was maritime <laughs> that was playing in the beginning and i was listening to your music on spotify and everything and it does look like you know you put a lot of music out last year 2018 um uh, completely different towns a lot of the music so that <laughs> was a great diversity so i guess the question i'm asking is like what could we expect for 2019 like What's going on? 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 What's
0: going on? <laughs> <laughs> you already know 2019 is all about um, manifestations. It's all about um, just uh, putting out more uh, content that's, um, you know, just better. Mm-hmm. Um, more visuals. Um,
1: What's better? Like
0: Better, I guess, by my definition. Like, I just want to improve and keep just building on the sound that, um, or the direction that I'm going in. Mm-hmm. And... Just trying to bring the good vibes trying to spread message good some good positive messages and just encouraging people to do their own thing and just to let them know that they're already free they just gotta walk out the door
1: facts gotta lead by example right exactly well um is there anything else that you want to touch on with in regards to your music horoscope astrology or anything that we uh talked about already is there any like last words before we go into the eliminate pick of the week
0: last words. last words focus i would tell everyone to focus that means put your phones down get off the internet write down what you're trying to get done Mm -hmm. and just get to it you know like me personally like i do things in increments you might be able to do things in a day go for it don't don't yeah like (laughs) (laughs) i would yeah just just stay focused do what you got to do keep a healthy mindset eat right right you know love people around you try to understand and stay away from coffee. toxicity.
1: Facts, facts. Um, all right, well, now it's time for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. <laughs> um, and that's where I shout out a woman of color for doing something amazing. And um, this is definitely, like, a personal Lemonade Pick of the Week. I'm going to give it to my girl Zania over here. Hey, girl. Um, Zania, like, we met this summer when I was up in Harlem. Uh, we ran into each other, and, like, we've kind of been stalking each other on Instagram been like, Instagram fans and we finally met in real life. Um, There's no such thing as coincidence, so we were meant to meet, and uh, we've been collabing and working hella hard these past couple weeks, girl, and um, with us collabing, she's also just, like, working on so much, like, her own book, and just a lot, and just really just giving a voice to women, yo, (laughs) like, women of color, but, like, just, like, women, yo, she, like, you the shit girl. You the shit, yo. And she definitely let everybody know everybody is beautiful and it's just it, we need this. It's just important. So, uh this week's lemonade pick of the week is going to go to Zania. My girl my girl. My girl. Yeah Baby, we got this. Her Instagram is at um Z A N I A A H A V A. So, um <laughs> Let's go to the last segment, which is to love a black woman. So that's where you, Sean, you get to say something that you love about a black woman. You could say something you love about a a particular black woman. So mom, sister, cousin, auntie, friend. Or you Mm -hmm. can say something that you love about black women in general. You're on.
0: The weight of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just black women in general. I just appreciate that one brought me into this world to experience it. Yeah, it was like, what's better than that, you know?
1: <laughs> right, right. I,
0: I came through with melanin. I'm appreciative of that. <laughs> right,
1: right. You were birth, uh yeah. born into, like, um, royalty.
0: hmm Shout out to my moms.
1: Right, shout out and, to No, uh,
0: my five sisters. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, second oldest of nine, so I had to hold it down, you feel me?
1: Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope, though. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> So, um, where can the people find you, find your music, and everything?
0: All right, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Sean X S E A N X E L L I O T. You can find me on all streaming platforms at Sean Elliott, S E A N. E. L. L. I. O. T. And my latest single is Maritime.
1: Yes, you heard it at the beginning of this episode. So go out and support if you do like it. Uh, put somebody else on if you love it. Um, you already know where you can find your girl. <laughs> you can find me on all social media app. Pa- uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at underscore S. M. A. N. G. I. E. E. But of course, yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know that, like I said before, I've been working with Zania and a couple other people. So I'm planning to be bringing you, of course, more dope podcast episodes, more dope YouTube uh, content as well of, um, as events. So especially if you're on the East Coast um, in a tri-state area, expect some events, more events for um, from Avocado and Honey. Um, follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram. We're almost to a 1,000 followers. And I'm about to figure out some type of giveaway because, like, once we get there, I feel like y'all deserve it. Y'all definitely stay showing love. Thank you to everyone who always commenting and just giving feedback. If you haven't, please let me know your thoughts on the podcast. Leave a review, a comment. Um, Send me a DM. Again, follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram so you can stay up to date with all things Avocado and Honey as well as follow Um, Avocado and Honey on YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, all that jazz. Um, I'm really grateful to be back. Um, It feels good to be doing this again. I just want to say that I always appreciate you. And until next time, holla.